Hey, it's Courtney with Sky Above, So Within, your weekly astrology forecast. Really talking about the energy swirling all around us and how it affects within us. And so we're going to be talking about July 6th to July 12th. And this may be a little bit of a shorter podcast because, well, you know what? Because there's not as huge of things going on this week. And that's kind of a good thing because we've been having a lot of huge things going on. And so one thing I realized as I narrowed my vision for this podcast and got clear about what I wanted to offer, I realized I also don't want to be grasping for aspects to talk about. Like the smaller aspects that don't affect us very strongly. Yeah, you might hear me mention some weeks we might dig into something But something like talking about all the moon aspects of the week is not going to help you learn in the way I'm trying to help you learn. You know, I keep talking about how we can actually apply these lessons and these energies to our lives, um, how we can start tuning into them, how we can feel, like I said, the energy around us, within us. And so I want to talk about the big things that are happening because those are the ones that you're going to feel. Um... Yes, the moon plays a huge part in us, but I always, you know, tend to focus on the new moons and the full moons. And if I talked about all the moon aspects, that would be constant because the moon's changing signs every couple of days, which means it's making aspects to different planets every day. And so when I say aspects also, I guess I'll clarify that for you. Um, Aspects are when I say trine or sextile or square, and it's the degree that it's making a connection to another planet. And so it may be 60 degrees away, 90 degrees away, 120 degrees away. And that's going to create the type of aspect. So trines and sextiles, they'll be easier aspects. And since they're easier, we may not feel them as strongly because they're easy. Something like a square or an opposition, we're going to feel more strongly because they present us with challenges. And so, you know, the moon making those like every day to different planets, we don't feel them as strongly. But when the outer planets um, and the inner planets that are moving a little more slowly make those aspects to each other, we're going to feel it more strongly. And also because they last a little longer. So where the moon's going to quickly move through that 60 degrees of a sign so quickly, um, we're not going to have much time to sit with it. Whereas something else that moves slower is going to be in that 60 degrees for much longer of that sign. You know, those outer planets are in it for years. But so it's going to be creating aspects that as the, although I talk about the day that it's happening exactly, um, that exact time it's making that exact aspect, that feeling can be felt for maybe a little longer, you know, and maybe in that square a little longer and not as exact, so not as extreme, but like Mercury retrograde, we are hearing more and more about like shadow periods, um, which is a thing, you know, and so we'll talk about that today because we're going to talk about Mercury retrograde today, but that shadow period is where we're still feeling that a little longer, and so those changes that we're experiencing or those lessons we're learning or there's shifts that are kind of happening within us or around us or through us, um, they, they have that chance to actually work with us and we have that chance to work with them. So I want to really make sure I'm concentrating on the big things so you can also 
get an get a feel for them, get an experience with them, maybe be able to actually be like, oh, okay, I have had an experience like that this week. And so I just wanted to explain that, that I am going to narrow kind of what I'm talking about a little bit on this podcast and make sure that I'm honing in on the type of things that help you learn and help you grow and help you, you know, connect with all of this energy that's going on outside of you in the sky. So you can connect that to what's going on within you um, and kind of fulfill that mission that I'm coming coming up to more clarity in this podcast with. So, okay, that was like long-winded. Oh my goodness. We're going to talk about how Mercury retrograde kind of messes with communication a little bit, if you can't notice. Um, but let's kind of just start off with some of what I think we're coming off of that, you know, last eclipse of eclipse season. It arrived with that full moon in Capricorn. And so you may feel it, you know, I call it a full moon hangover. I did an amazing ritual this weekend. I spent a lot of time in nature, um, a lot of time with my awesome sister. Um, And that felt great, too, because I feel like with cancer season, we're really kind of digging into our roots. And that helps us connect with our families and I think it was great to really be able to do that with my sister and have that you know kind of go back to our roots talk about you know our Romanian great 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 grandmothers and the work they did and how we're happy to be bringing that into our lives and hopefully breaking a cycle of the hard things about our generational stories but also pass on some of the really awesome things to our daughters. And I think we're all having to kind of be accountable for that right now and be shown kind of what opportunities we have to break a cycle and then also what we do love and want to pass on and carry on and what is what in our root system needs to be nourished and what needs to be kind of weeded out. And so I think that's some of what was going on with... Um, the Cancer new moon and the full moon is then that opportunity of Capricorn to see where we're headed through that and the growth that we can experience through that. If you want to learn more, just listen to last week's. Don't ever feel weird about, you know, oh, it's too late to listen to last week's. There's always things you can learn. And sometimes actually when, I know I've talked about this before, but when we're not so in it, we can actually understand it a little better. So sometimes it might be nice to listen back and see like, oh, okay, I I did kind of have that experience or this is what I gained or that's what I resonate with. So, okay. But I think since eclipse season's kind of coming to an end in this end of a cycle that we were kind of having maybe a little bit of upheaval with, hopefully with that happening and Mercury stationing direct this week, we're getting a chance to really catch our breaths. You know, 2020 has been a big year. And so we definitely have to find those moments where we can regain our energy and like rejuvenate ourselves. But let's not use that to like totally come to a halt. Like an end of a cycle is not to come to a halt. It's, you know, you don't want to lose momentum. You want to just kind of like get that refresh and that rebirth. So, you know, this year we've just been being forced to really transform personally and globally. And I want you to be able to acknowledge both. There's huge things happening around the world that does not take away from it the personal experiences you're having. So really try to honor both 
cancer season is bringing like a concentration to how we fit into the world. So it actually is extra important to acknowledge both. You know, on a small scale, it may be tuning us into our intimate relationships. And on a broad scale, it's forcing us to like examine our accountability in society and our place in it and the impact we have on it. So you're going to be seeing, you know, yourself having to show up for accountability in your relationships in society and see, you know, also where you fit in. And I know I've talked a lot about what's been happening through eclipse season is making us figure out what we need and the type of support we desire. So it's going to be a little bit of both. And I know I've talked about that with cancer, you know, kind of what we give and what we need and how we care for other people and how we are cared for and that kind of both sides of things. I talk about polarity so much. So, you know, no surprise there. But Mercury, like at the most base energy, if you like take everything Mercury is about and break it down, it's really like the connection of two things. Um, You know, we see that with travel, getting us from one place to another. We see that between communication, between formulating ideas, between data processing, all these things that Mercury rules. And so this planet's here and helping us make connections. Um, And I think a lot of connections in our mind this week. Um, During its retrograde, like, We probably weren't actually maybe necessarily making the connections or seeing how those connections are coming together, but maybe seeing the kinks or the missing links. And that's important. Those are clues. Those are clues on the way to getting you to the connections you want to make, getting you to the end result, to the change, to the transformation. It's another clue on its way there. So on July 8th, Mercury in Cancer makes a square aspect to Mars in Aries. So this, uh, this in and of itself can cause a little bit of an upset, but as with all of this happening this year, I keep, you know, feeling like all of that is happening as a chance to find more clarity. So just like how I was saying with retrograde, you're seeing those little missing links and kinks, you know, these little upsets, like what happens? Why is the upset happening? Where is it coming from? All of that, like, what are those things that are kind of going wrong or falling apart or feeling like they're being taken away or destroyed or whatever, these little upheavals, you know, what are we learning from them? Are they getting us closer to clarity? I think if we're like hiding in illusion or, or we're on the other side taking part in deception, there's just such a lack of honesty and authenticity there. And those are like the two qualities that create positive change and positive change that has like lasting benefits. If you're trying to make a change through deception, that change is not going to stick. Like if you're trying to just like hide an illusion and pretend that you don't see what's happening or what's real, that also is just going to leave you stuck and actually probably going backwards um, and never help you make the change. So here is like, I think this day is really a moment to like bring the untruths to the surface so they can be faced and then like hopefully discarded so we can stand up in that authenticity and that honesty and you know say what's what be real with ourselves you know mercury if you look into the mythology of it you know it kind of it can enjoy playing games and i think when mercury the planet is in the sign cancer those games that mercury kind of likes a little bit can mostly be in our own heads um So make sure to check in, you know, with this square, you may get focused on a thought process. And so you could be possibly jumping to conclusions. You may also just be up for a good debate. So try to deem whether it's necessary to 
have that hard conversation or go into that debate or call someone out on something, like consider what it will achieve because Mars and Aries wants to achieve. But also with those two energies, there is so much excess energy to be expelled. So make sure you're finding healthy ways as much as possible to let that energy out. So whether you're the one calling something or someone out or you're on the other side of that, like make sure that you say what you mean and definitely be willing to ask for what you need because I think that really is what you're going to be in pursuit of. The cancer energy just like deeply wants its needs met. And so that's why I think that's going to kind of show up for us. So with Mercury in this sign, we're trying to figure out what that means, trying to figure out what needs we need to be met, how to ask for it, and just how to get it, um, whether what we're getting is actually what's right for us. So Mercury is always trying to figure it out, very mental planet. And Cancer really gets into the feeling. So this might be a time for where we're feeling a little bit of a disconnection between that um, with the retrograde. But I'm hoping as Mercury stations direct, we get a little bit of clarity of how we bring together that mental um, space and our heart space and how we can kind of find fulfillment for both. And I I think Mars and Aries is going to help with all of this. It's really the realization of our desires. Like I believe these two energies, the Mercury and Cancer and the Mars and Aries can work together to help us get what we want during like this opportunity to create and embrace change that we're experiencing really hugely right now, mid-year, but really all of 2020. The retrograde has hopefully been a chance to review and reflect, as I think retrogrades always are, and a chance to continue to release and clear your path for what is to come. So although you may feel inclined to have the big conversations around July 8th, you might actually want to wait until the end of this week or even next week after Mercury stations direct. That's on July 12th. Because since Mercury makes connections like I'm talking about and rules, you know, how we get from here to there, how we interpret and express ideas. During this retrograde, it can feel difficult to get our point across or make progress in a situation. And I just want to remind you that that's okay. Like sometimes the period to just sit with it can be more productive than just jumping into it. So let this last week of the retrograde be to examine what still needs discussed, what still needs worked through. And remember this process can be ongoing. Feel free to take it one step at a time like we talked about last week. You know, we're in it for the long game. And remember, we are all a work in progress. I think through like these eclipses and this retrograde and all the upheaval that may be happening with that, we're really just craving clarity, you know? Um, Yes, we want our needs met and we want to figure out support and care and all those things. But like, you know, if I go a little beyond that, I think we're craving clarity. And I think, like I said, Mars and Aries will bring us some along with the ability to take action on it. I think that's a really important aspect about this shift. Mars just went into Aries on June 27th. Um, I think that's right. Oh man, I just said that off the top of my head. Um, So we've, you know, throughout all of this that we've been experiencing, we've, you know, maybe have been willing to show up and see what needs to change. But I think, Mars and Aries is this chance to put what you've been learning to the test. I think Mars and Aries, you know, when I think of them separately, I always tell people, you know, you have to check in with your intentions, you have to check your ego, and that's like an always thing. But I think when these two come together, it actually 
works so well. Like they seem to do that for you. You you maybe don't even have to take that preemptive step. I think this is is tapping you into what's underneath all of these layers that you've been working to peel off this year. You know, this energy of Mars and Aries doesn't like to be hidden. It has no time for the games. It's going to tell you like it is. So listen, like if something isn't working, you will know it in your gut now. If you've been seeking the next step, like you will know maybe what that next step is like in your gut. If you've, if you've been like holding on to something that's not meant for you, you will know that in your gut. So, so listen, um, this energy can feel so harsh, but that might be the type of forward that you actually need to get through this like mid-year hump. I feel like this mid-year hump was like eclipses, retrogrades, and we're mid-year and we're exhausted and frustrated. We've just been like feeling and experiencing so much. We've been for so much change has been forced upon us. And then I feel like we're stepping into making the choice to embrace all of that change. So this Mars and energy are, oh my gosh, now I'm talking too fast. Mars and Aries energy could really help you sort through it and help you get on track to where you want to go full steam ahead. Um, it doesn't want to just sit back and watch or allow or um, call in or manifest or even just a, you know, watch from the sidelines. It wants to do something about it. And so I think it's a great pairing because, like I said, I think it taps us into what's underneath all the stuff and helps us get into that like true desires true needs what's authentic to ourselves what's honest with if we're being real with ourselves and then you know I don't think it gives us that moment glance to maybe pause and go into an old story an old pattern I think it makes us want to jump on that like I think as soon as we get that clue into what's real for us and what we want I think this energy helps us just like go for it without question. So as always though, like be willing to ask yourself the right questions and take that moment of pause to consider. And I also want to encourage you to like roll with what feels right. You know, we're checking in with that heart space and head space we talked about. And so as Mercury goes direct, there will be a shadow period. Things may still feel a little off for a week or two. But hopefully we're starting to gain more and more clarity and feel more and more of that. So use still that little shadow period to be that little bit of check-in while you're starting to maybe regain your energy, gain some momentum, and get ready to like move forward. Um, for me, I kind of feel like that already happening. I, you know, ha- am starting to take the little small steps towards what I want next and starting to make the small changes you know even you hear me heard me last week talk about the change of name and change of mission and narrowing of vision with this podcast you know I've not totally made this giant change I've just kind of like narrowed and shifted and I'm starting to get clear and then letting it kind of grow and build from there knowing that things take time um and knowing that also more clarity is to come. So be willing to start kind of maybe dabbling in the what's next. Maybe start taking those few steps forward. Maybe start trying on what that new identity feels like or that new way of talking feels like or that new way of being, um, that new way of showing up for yourself, showing up for your relationships, showing up for the world. Like 
really try that on and start moving forward. And like, if you know kind of what you want next, like don't sit here and question yourself too much. Be willing to claim it and say it and go after it. Um, And you can still do that with an awareness and a consciousness that gives you a little bit of caution, like the safe and healthy amount of caution. I think this is where kind of expelling that energy in a healthy way that I was talking about earlier is important because, you know, sometimes we don't think and we act impulsively and we just like immediately do either the quick gratification thing or um, fall, yeah, kind of do something that maybe we would have done in the past because it's what we used to always do. So be willing to find like the healthy amount of caution that's not being, that's not embracing fear or stepping into that like scared mindset of like, what if, but with that healthy amount of caution that makes you say like, is this actually in service of my truest desire? Is this actually in service of who I'm becoming, of the path I'm walking down now, of the change I'm creating, of who I want to be? and become. Um, so that's the healthy amount of caution to check in with of that energy, letting it out in a way that actually serves you, you know, and, and that's about fulfilling your needs, you know, because we all do things sometimes that are not in our best interest and they maybe fulfill some little part of ourselves, but check in with the part of yourself that you want to be, because I think, also, I've been thinking, I was thinking about, well, I was reading from Robert Hand, who's this awesome astrologer. If you are interested in going deeper, I recommend his books. Um, I love the way he describes things. And so he, we were, he would, I, from what I was reading with him and what I was gathering from that, and he was saying in his writing, was essentially kind of also with Mercury in making these connections to, th- to things it can also be these two parts of ourselves. So it can be this kind of unconscious part of ourselves or this past self or this other side of ourselves. And then our newer self that we're becoming and we're wanting to become or this, you know, I hate the term. I'm sorry, I don't like the word hate either. But I also, um, I don't like the, oh, be your best self because we're all human. Um, But that other version of ourselves that we're, that is the, not better, but that self we want to be. Um, we know our like highest self, I guess is another way to say it. I struggle with that. Someone has a great way to say that. Just let me know. But I think Mercury also helps us bridge that connection, you know? And so maybe in retrograde, we're falling back and kind of being the self we used to be, or we don't want to be, um, But it also gives us a chance to say, no, we don't want that and kind of see how we bridge that gap and transform into that new version of ourselves. So I think there's an ability here where we're learning what we need and digging into our desires and those true desires, you know, what we really want out of our lives and what we want for the world. And we're seeing how we can be that person that shows up for that. So just be willing to, you know, Find the ways to act on your energy to serve that version of yourself. You know, you don't need to be of service of the old versions of yourself you don't want to be. You don't need to be, you know, fulfilling that hurt little girl inside you that was abandoned, you know, 
in some way and we don't need to serve her. We can honor her. We can, you know, maybe even console her at times or try to give her security or make her feel better. But that inner child, you know, we aren't, we don't need to be of service to her. We need to be of service to who you are today and who you're becoming and moving forward into. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Um, onward <laughs> towards that self. Because <laughs> on July 12th, Mercury stations direct. Um, the sun will trine Neptune and Pisces here. So I believe this is opening the door for your dreams to be highlighted and maybe even for like a light to be shown on the path towards them. This will also be the day of the last quarter moon in Aries. And we began this lunar cycle with the new moon in Cancer, with a solar eclipse, and with the summer solstice. So it was the beginning of a season, the beginning of the second half of the year, and the beginning of what I feel to be something big. I think we're beginning to see that mountain peak. Maybe that is we're beginning to see that version of ourselves we're becoming. And no matter how many times you've slid back down the mountain, no matter how many times you've tripped and fallen, no matter how many times you've faltered and showing up the way you want to show up, even if you right at this moment feel right at the bottom of that mountain, I want you to try to look for look outside of that cloud, look outside of that past self or those mistakes or you know what's been going wrong or not working out. Um, like you it take a moment because I really feel like you could energetically be feeling and seeing like that actual possibility of all that you are seeking, that you you're becoming, that mountaintop, that change and transformation, where you're headed, those big goals. I think if you do kind of take a moment to not be in in the mess or, you know, kind of just look beyond the mess, um, you'll see that. And for me, because I feel like I have been continuing to kind of take those subtle shifts I'm talking about and try on those new things and start moving forward. I see it clearly. Like, I know there's a long, long way to get there. And I know that might not be easy, but I can see where I'm headed um, and I can see what's possible. And so as I look ahead, I'm like building that trust within myself and building that trust in the universe. I'm building that trust of that possibility and putting that faith in myself that I am on my way there. So I think this last quarter moon really solidifies our chance to make space and clear the way, like to release what's holding back, um, holding us back from getting there and letting go of what doesn't serve us. Um, I think it's time for the next chapter. And so I think it's time to focus on that mountain peak, focus on that transformation and let it become undeniable. Let that possibility become undeniable within you. Um, this lunar cycle was for considering what we need so that we can shine the support, the commitment, and the motivation. So I want you to be able to head into the next cycle with as much of that as you can grasp and with as much clarity as you can find. And like with a willingness to not just speak about it all, but to do something about it and take action on it. So go out there, do something for yourselves this week, babes. Do something awesome for the world. Um, and start really letting that vision come to life slowly and surely and maybe just energetically within you. I think sky above you is there to support you. So cheers. Enjoy your week. I'll talk to you next week.